Hi, my name is Haley Grove and welcome to Dear Dance. I'm a professional dancer living in New York City and I'm searching for balance in and out of the studio. I think experiencing your life and nurturing all your creative passions ultimately enhances a dance career. So I'm speaking to inspiring performers and industry professionals about their relationship with dance and their other passions outside of the performing arts world. I'm connecting with dancers who decorate cookies, develop their own film, build websites, make candles, teach fitness, write poetry, and people who are changing the fabric of our industry, all while dancing their butts off professionally. I'm on a mission to discover the keys to a long creative career. So let's take this journey together, advancing our dance careers, expanding our creativity, and experiencing all the joy this life has to offer. Hello everyone, welcome back to Dear Dance. I'm really excited for today because I have Allie Bollinger who is so cool. We met actually through Artswork, which if you remember, Nick and Rami were both on the show. Um, I posted on Artswork, everyone, side note, go sign up, use my link so I can get a prize. But um, I posted on there and just kind of shared some of the episodes and I had a few people reach out who were interested in the show and what it was about and they have really cool stories so I'm just really excited to be getting to meet these people with you guys live which is so cool um, and just getting connected to so many people which is like the whole point of arts work so plug arts work go follow them there'll be links all over the place but let's talk about our amazing guest today Allie is from Syracuse, Syracuse, wow, I jumbled that. Um, She was born and raised there, and she now lives in New York City. She actually graduated from a BFA program in dance in 2020, which um, I'm sure was a crazy story. We talked a little bit about it before the, the live started, and I'm excited to talk to her more about that, and just, you know, I can't imagine being in school during this pandemic, so... She's a superstar, even just that there, that the end, she's the superstar. But aside from all of that, she also works as an integrative nutrition health coach, and she's the creator of the Wellness Without Obsession, a one-on-one health coaching program that helps women discover a better relationship with food and exercise and gain a strong sense of confidence in their health. She is passionate about living a life, doing what you love, at your healthiest and happiest self, which is so aligned with this show and also something that I need reminders about and help with because I recently started looking at how much sugar I'm consuming. It's not good. It's a little scary, so I need some vegetables. I need some help. So we're going to learn. I'm going to learn along with you guys today. And as always, I like to hype up my guests and show how amazing they are. This video is so crisp and clean. It's like future Rockette material. If anyone's out there who knows connections to the Rockettes, like book this girl because she's going to be one of you one day. So let's check it out. Because this is a podcast, you can't see the video, but trust me, it is great. After the episode, make sure you head over to Essentially Haley on YouTube or Dear Dance Pod on Instagram so you can check it out. But while I have you here, let's hear from our sponsor. Surprise! The sponsor for today's episode is me. Well, not me exactly, but the Patreon. If you would like to support this show and get some fun perks, join the Supporter Squad. It's only $5 a month, which is less than a Dunkin' Donuts ice matcha latte in Manhattan. And instead of getting a cup of green sugar milk with ice, you will get access to fun behind-the-scenes content, early access to guests, and craft supply lists so you can craft with us live while you watch us on YouTube. I'm hoping to grow this community and we have a Discord so maybe we can have some movie nights or a book club or send some cool things in the mail. I've got a lot of ideas. Once we reach 100 patrons, I will be starting the Dancer's Dream Grant Program. This means I'll be donating $1 per patron every month to a dancer who has a creative project that needs funding. So that might be hiring a videographer for a concept video, paying your dancers for their beautiful work, getting some really good snacks for them, renting a studio because you 
cannot do another self-tape in your apartment. The bigger this community grows, the more we can give back and help lift other dancers up. If this sounds fun to you, check out the info in the show notes. And now let's get back to the episode. So good. I love it. It just made me feel, oh, when she went, oh, I love that kind of like a growing passe with a little arm extension. Does it for me. Okay, enough of me blabbing. Let's bring her in. Get a little round of applause. (laughs) Hello, welcome. Hello, thank you. It's so great to be here. So thank you for having me. Of course. Okay, so we're going to get right into the craft. It is spooky season. Um, And I was telling you earlier, I always see these cute little Pinterest Instagram home uh, decorator people with these cute little bats like all on their wall. So I found a little bat template and I say this a lot, it's a very simple craft. We are literally cutting bats out of black paper, Um, but you never know, there's a chance that it could go horribly wrong. But basically all you have to do is take this little bat template, we both already pre-cut it, um, and I have it the white side also so that I can see it easier. Um, And then all you have to do is cut around this template. You could also trace it with a a pencil, but I don't think, let's be crazy. We don't need to do that. Um, And then when you put it on your wall, you can like pinch it in the middle and like then it kind of sticks out a little. You can do all different shapes and sizes of them and it'll look like a cute little Instagram perfect fall spooky vibe. So yeah, but we're going to cut this and then... I know it's probably, it's a little difficult to cut and, and talk, but if we're capable of it, I'd love to know a little bit about your history with dance, how you got started dancing. Um, just, yeah. What is your dance background? Yeah, totally. Okay. This is multitasking at its finest. I love it. (laughs) So, um, as you said, I grew up in Syracuse and I, Grew up in the competition scene, doing competitive dance, basically since I was like, I started at age five until I was like 18. So that was really like my whole life. Um, And I did like a bit of everything, like competed in all the styles, like contemporary lyrical, jazz, tap, ballet. I never really did hip hop. That was the one thing Mm -hmm. that I'm like trying to get into now, um, like forcing myself to take more hip hop classes. But yeah, and then I actually like started college as an architect major. Um, Yes, and I went to the university at Buffalo and they were big on like double majors. Like a lot of people double majored with dance and another thing so I was like okay cool like I can do dance and architecture um that lasted um not even like a semester Um, (laughs) architecture is a hard yes both very (laughs) full-time majors which I don't know why no one told me that um so yeah I took one architecture class and it was like the most basic thing and I was just like you know what like I just need to do this dance thing like Yeah, and I really had no idea about, like, the dance world outside of competition, and I didn't know, like, what a dance career looked like, but I definitely learned, like, throughout the four years of college and all of that, um, and really grew a lot, and, like, just going to New York on, like, my summers, um, and kind of learning the scene there, and that's really when I fell in love with New York City, I was like, I know what, I need to get there, so... After the whole pandemic, I was I was just waiting for my moment to move here. So, yeah, moved here in June, and now just soaking it all in, taking all the classes I can, and yeah, that's been my dance journey so far. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I we were talking about this off camera, but I just can't imagine being in school during this global pandemic. It's and it's different than just being in school studying, you know, architecture or like math or something. Obviously, yeah. you know, there's it's so important to be like in a community of people and everything, but dance is like 
so physical you can't dance with anyone you're not in a studio and especially like your senior performances and all of those projects and just the senior year that like my heart goes out to you because oh I cannot imagine being in that situation yeah um it was it was definitely tough and especially just like in the moment um you know it was hardest not knowing like I was kind of telling you before like i packed up all my stuff and thought I was going to be back in like two weeks. Like we all thought it was just like a nice little extended spring break. Um, and I even thought like, as it kept going, I was like, Oh, it's okay. Like I'll be back for graduation. Obviously that never happened too. So it's just like taking it day by day. I had to remember that. And like, honestly, now I can like look back and like, I truly believe everything happens for a reason. And like, we all got through it together. And I mean, it's still going on, but um, yeah, it was definitely a thing to be doing virtual dance classes in like a little tiny space. Um, and like I was telling you, filming my senior solo on a basketball court. Um, I hired my dad to do it. He did a great <laughs> job. Um, so it actually came out really great. So, and it, you know, finding like the little silver linings, like I, got to spend so much time with my dad and like finish it out that way and you know just making the best made the best out of it yeah totally and I feel like it probably I mean I know you just got to the city and it things are still not really fully back but I'm sure that it kind of I feel like if, if, if I was in your situation it would kind of light a fire under me to be like okay I'm ready I'm ready for this or like to to kind of figure mm-hmm. out like all right well school's over it's like you didn't you just kind of got like thrown into it and now it's like all right I made the decision I'm here and I'm doing it and that is so exciting and cool I can't wait to see all the things that you you accomplished because even just from that Thank little you. video I just love the way you dance it is so just like oh it makes you feel good and it's so clean and crisp what was the training like at your school was it like a more modern contemporary program or did they have like theater and commercial stuff as well? Yeah. So that's interesting that you asked because my school was definitely more of like the modern contemporary side. And it's, it's so funny. Like now I am leaning towards like more jazz and like, that's just like what lights me up right now. And like, is what is exciting me. And all my life I grew up doing like, I mean, I did do jazz, but really I was heavy into like the contemporary lyrical side of things mm-hmm. um and I like kind of boxed myself in as that kind of dancer so then like going to college like I was like oh yes this is my thing like all the modern all the contemporary um there was a little bit of jazz like we had like jazz classes and like jazz technique classes but not a lot of um theater or like jazz funk per se um that was more like separate like the theater department was kind of separate from the dance department so um it's it's funny because then like after graduating in 2020 like from 2020 till now really like during that whole time when we were all in quarantine like I just like exposed myself not even like exposed but like from my living room like yeah got into like all the jazz and really like precision dance. Like I was just on YouTube every day and like watching all of these dances and like just doing it myself in my living room. And that's like, that's what kept me going the whole year, honestly, was like, because it was so new and like so exciting to me. So that was really cool to experience as well. And then being able to go from that to now being in the city with like all these people and like taking classes again, um, surrounded by that energy too. So like, that's been a cool journey as well. And like, I still have that like contemporary side of me. Um, it's just like, I am following more of like the jazz right now because that's just what's keeping me excited and yeah, energized. Yeah. I think that that's such a good point. Like sometimes it feels like we have to be, to be successful. We have to, you know, niche down and you know that's what they say in business that's what they say in dance like what Mm. like the first kind of question a non-dancer asks is always like oh what kind of dance do you do and I never know what to say because I'm like I want to do it all I I love dance like I love all dance I want to I want to 
be good at all styles but it is yeah. I love the I love the phrase like what's lighting you up right now and you know it's, it's okay to focus in and it's okay to broaden at any point in your career and it's gonna take you down yeah. the path that is meant for you so I love that yeah 100 percent agree <laughs> <laughs> what are some of your like big dance dreams I know I kind of like alluded to it in my in my intro of you but I would love to know yes. like putting you on the spot like putting it out there into the universe like speak it into existence maybe we can look back at this one day yes. when you've accomplished all of them but what are some of the things that you're you're leaning towards and and dreaming about yeah I love the idea of just like speaking out I think right now my biggest dream is to be a rocket um like I don't know. That video was very like Rocket styled. It was choreographed by Rocket, and I don't. That style just like lights me up so much, and it is so fun to me to like work on. I am so like detail oriented as like a person, but also as a dancer, and but also just like the joy I feel behind it. Um, I just love it so much. So that's yeah. definitely a big dream of mine. And then this is like so recent, but also just like expanding off of that because obviously like jazz exists and like precision dance exists outside of the Rockettes as well. So I think like just Broadway in general um, is another big dream. Um, The whole singing side of it is very new to me, but I have started taking voice lessons and putting myself out there and just expanding, yes. I love that. Well, it is time for our first game. It is Would You Rather. Um, This is really a fun way to just get to know people. If you are watching live or watching the replay or listening to the audio version of this, definitely comment on the YouTube video or message us on Instagram. I love hearing what people pick because these are always some weird, weird questions. So... First one, (laughs) would you rather have to constantly stream the private thoughts of everyone within one mile directly into your mind or have to wear underwear that's always full of wet sand? Oh, wow. Okay. I think, I think the wet sand. I feel like after a while I would just get used to it kind of thing. Yeah. I think, yeah, because there's a lot of people within a one mile radius in New York. Yeah, I'm just thinking about that in New York. That would be a lot. And I think that would like really affect everything in my life. (laughs) Where like the wet sand would just be like uncomfortable for probably like a couple days. And then I just not even notice it. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, next one. Would you rather wear winter clothes all summer or all through each summer? Or have a spider appear on your head every time you get dressed? Um, the spider. The spider on my head every time I get dressed. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. I think it would be impossible to wear winter clothing all summer. I'm just, like, thinking about that and, like, no way. Yeah, no <laughs> yeah, I agree. And this—they didn't say it was gonna like a massive spider, like a Harry Potter right. spider. Like it could just right. be a little one. And you're just like, hey, leave. Yeah, and I'm not like terrible about bugs. Like, like if I see one, like I'm fine. I'll kill it. Like, yeah, I don't love to see it, but I'm not like, <laughs> I'm not one of those people that like completely flips out. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can okay. Do it. <laughs> Last one of these. Would you rather have spaghetti for hair? Or sleep in a cage of snakes every single night? Oh, my gosh. Um, wow, interesting. I've never thought about having spaghetti for hair. Um, I think sleep in the cave every night. Wow, with the snakes. Yeah, because, again, like um, kind of like the wet sand, I think I would get used to it after a while. Yeah, and, and maybe the snakes would, like, I don't know how friends. the snakes, like, develop relationships, like, they get to know you. I've never known I'm anyone sure who has would. a pet snake, so maybe, like, yeah. they won't, like, hurt you because they're like, exactly. oh, yeah, here's our friend who comes at night. 
yeah that was my thought process with the whole thing yeah like I'm just thinking about the spaghetti as hair and I I don't know I've always been like very particular about my hair I think just like as a dancer like ever since I was young I've always been like so particular about it like how it affects my dancing so I feel like yeah. the spaghetti I don't know if it would be heavy or something yeah that's true yeah you could eat it if you if you needed a snack but it would that's... also get sweaty and gross and yeah yeah, yeah I think interesting yeah. concept <laughs> yeah <laughs> amazing well let's get into your passions outside of dance I would love to know about your holistic health journey and how you got into this and what it is and just like give me a lesson as if I just I might be someone who just has no knowledge of how to take care of themselves okay hypothetically hypothetically yeah got it (laughs) so this is like a whole story and journey in itself. Um, But it does tie along with like my dancing. I think like at the age of like, like high school years, 16, 17, 18, I was at the point where I was like, I just want to be like the best dancer I can. And like, how can I do that? So first it started with like fitness and like cross training um, and doing all that and like kind of googling all of those things and then it turned into googling about like nutrition um and i'm sure like as you probably know like google is sometimes like our worst enemy like there's a lot of information out there um so i was just learning all the things and i don't know if you've heard about like diet culture but just like that whole world that promotes like weight loss and like moralizing food as like good and bad and like that all really stuck with me. Um, Mm. So I started, I mean, it wasn't really until college where I got really like strict around my eating. Um, It was probably like after my first semester, you know, like your body changes, freshman 15 kind of a thing for me. Um, Just was dancing a little less, like obviously I was still dancing, but like freshman year, it's like not crazy amount of dancing compared to like the competition worlds that I was in, it was a lot different. So obviously my body was changing. And at first I was just like, okay, like what extra training can I do? Like, let's go to the gym, um, all the things. And then it turned to food and being very restrictive around that. So both of those were like tying together. So once it came to sophomore year and I was dancing more, I was in the student company and everything. Um, But I was also doing what I was doing in freshman year in going to the gym and restricting my food and everything. So basically it became very unhealthy, very fast. Um, And it started to get very disordered, like on the disordered eating spectrum um, to the point where I was very low weight and was concerning my professors which took me out of performances like my second semester sophomore year um and they started taking me out of classes just to help me um because obviously something was going on and it was a really really tough time um but again like I do look back and like all these silver linings like it led me to this passion of now using like what I went through to help others um so obviously I had like the background knowledge of nutrition and everything and Mm. um then it kind of turned into the opposite of that like how to reverse that thought of restriction and like obsession around that I guess going back to like the journey and timeline of things after I graduated in quarantine, like it was, you know, I had plans to like go on a cruise ship after graduation. Like obviously that wasn't happening. So quarantine was just still going on, like no end in sight. So I um, enrolled in the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, which was an online program, um, six month online program. And it 
teaches you about all of these concepts of holistic health, which is the idea that health isn't just exercise and diet, but it also um, is your career, your spirituality, and your relationships, and like the balance of all of those things, which I like needed to hear, obviously, because I was focusing so heavily on like exercise and diet. Um, so that was life changing in itself, but it also certifies you to be a health coach. And I had no idea what health coaching was, but I feel like during quarantine, like all of these little businesses, like and online businesses especially, started becoming like a big thing and like more normalized, which was cool. And I was learning about it at the same time through this program. So um, yeah, that really sparked my whole interest in wanting to share my story and to help others. Um, and just sharing my story, I realized how many other people were facing the same thing. Um, so that's how I basically started my business now um, and just coaching others one-on-one -on -one to help them find like that confidence in their health, but also like their happiness. Um, and yeah, I think that's like the whole journey of it. So really it is like I, my program is named Wellness Without Obsession because I do think it is so empowering to know that information about nutrition, about all the aspects of health, but it is that fine line of not being like obsessive about it um, and doing mm -hmm. it for nourishment, which can be very skewed in like the media and just like our culture today. So yeah, that is the long journey and story of my other little passion that also ties into dance, but yeah. is also separate. So it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And it's so, it's so necessary. And you're so right that, you know, you're not the, like, I think more often than not, more, like more dancers than not that I know personally have issues with either taking care of themselves and finding balance in their life and in their career or even you know not necessarily specifically with food but that is so common I I really don't think I know a person who has not at least at one time had a unhealthy relationship with food and it's so unfortunately like it's so bred through the dance culture and the hustle culture and like you know seeing what other people do is not necessarily going to be right for you and it's just a whole a whole big thing so I <laughs> she's so she's so, so jealous sorry <laughs> um no I I 100% think that that is it's so important it's such important work that you're doing and yeah so for someone who you know, I, f I feel like it's also kind of like a scary thing sometimes for people when they realize I might have an issue with how I'm treating my body. Like, because you can go for a while hustling and I think this whole pandemic and this quarantine has shown us that like, oh, like one, it doesn't have to be like this and oh, look, like treating my body well is so important. So like mm -hmm. if someone were to you know start the process of like doing that how does how does that work with you like how does what are kind of the first steps that someone can take to kind of get back into a healthy balance yeah um great question I think it really just depends on like the individual and like what they're going through and what is balanced and what isn't balanced so um which is actually like something I do with my clients I have this like little tool that they like fill out to see what is balanced and what's not. Um, but start at that and like evaluate those different areas. So starting, I mean, there's so many different areas, but just looking at like your diet, your exercise, career, spirituality, and relationships, I think looking at those first and looking at them with like curiosity and not judgment, mm -hmm. I think that's really important to make sure that you're staying on that side of like, self-love and doing it out of respect instead of like the punishment side of it and looking at them in a way of like am I fulfilled in these areas and if you're not ask yourself why not and what you can do to help those areas and 
that was just really eye-opening for me personally because I was able to look back at like college when I was like struggling through that and I was like okay so my nutrition is like fine like I'm only eating vegetables like and then my exercise is like definitely okay like probably doing too much but my definitely my relationships were struggling because I had like no social life because I was always just like dancing or going to the gym or like I don't know going grocery shopping or planning my food um and that was just big in itself which kind of is another silver lining of quarantine because I was able to focus on the relationships around me and even if it was just like texting a friend but just like working on those areas that were not fulfilled and not balanced. So I think that is like a great place to start, which can seem like a lot too, um, if you like don't know what to fix in each one. But I think that I really try to like push that too, like not to do like a little plug, but like on my Instagram. plug away, plug away. (laughs) Sharing like all the things that have helped me in each of those areas. So not just focusing on like, nutrition and exercise but implementing the whole like holistic health concept of it yeah and I love what you said about not making it you know like a punishment and stuff because it can be really jarring I can only speak from my own personal experience but like when you start to realize that what you're doing might not be the healthiest and might not be actually what's best for you in the long run or even the short run Mm -hmm. you can feel so much shame of like how did I let myself you know treat how did I let myself Mm -hmm. treat myself this way and it's like it's so much more than just diet and exercise and I love that there's this whole full human full life like circle that you're you're helping people find and I just think Mm -hmm. that that's so so powerful and so necessary especially in our our world of like lose 15 pounds for the new year and you know it's it's so yeah it's so just when you really stop to look at what we're being hit with on social media and with all of these things it's so hard to get away from it so your work is just so important and so necessary and it should it should be just like re, like it should be education like regular education that should be part of dance programs in college because I know I yeah. took a nutrition class in college it wasn't even part of my my dance degree but I mean do I use any of that information I wrote I wrote an article on milk thistle but like that hasn't helped me like you know I feel like that this kind of training and education and work that you're doing should be a baseline in all dance education even when you're younger Mm -hmm. it's so important to to not have shame about treating yourself well and taking care of yourself yeah yeah totally and I think just the aspect that it's not just about like eating well and I mean that can go so deep too because it's like what is eating well or like eating good? What are the good foods? Like a big thing for me is taking away that label completely because you are able to enjoy all the foods. And um, so that's like one thing, but also like realizing that it's not just about that. And I think too, just with dance specifically, like understanding the importance of rest, like physical rest, but also like mental rest and like having those other things in your life um, that also fill you up so that you're not just like constantly pouring your heart into dance and dance and because that can be a lot too. So I think that all of that really applies to dance and is so helpful. And I agree, it should be in all of the college programs and like beyond, yeah. Yeah, 100%. So I know something else that you shared with me was that as a side job, you also work at Whole Foods in the bakery department, which is so cool. My dad, I don't know if anyone out there knows my dad, who was a high school science teacher, he's always worked in the cheese department in Whole Foods. So I get to know like a little bit about the cheese department, but I would love to know a little bit more about like bakery and like all of that, especially, you know, I love, I love the the fact that you are you know pro bakery treats and cookies and are still 
quote unquote healthy and that that falls into it because I'm a big sweet tooth. I definitely probably in the balance of looking at that is something I should maybe look at more. But I love the fact that it's like you're here, you know, telling all this great information and helping people. And then you're like, yeah, I bake a cookie for myself at Whole Foods. And like, you're not afraid to work in the in the bakery department. It's like, what is that like? That's so cool. Yeah, Yeah, it is like super cool to like see myself with this job right now because like a past version of myself would have just been like no way like I can't eat any of that kind of stuff and it would have been really hard to be in the environment so that's Mm. a cool thing but yeah honestly this job came to me so randomly um when I was living in Boston for part of quarantine like my whole journey with that um I started working at like the local grocery store just because that was like the one job I could walk to um and I their only position open was the bakery so I was like okay and it was really just like packaging stuff up um they started teaching me other things like cupcakes and just like little easy things um and then when I moved to New York I was just looking for a job and that was like the first thing that came up, honestly, and the first thing that reached out to me. And it was the bakery position for weekends, which is exactly what I wanted. Um, so it just like fell into my lap. And I think that they liked that I had experience at a previous bakery. So, um, but it's really interesting now being at Whole Foods. It's a lot bigger than the little grocery store I was working at in Boston. So it's a lot more um I don't know, like systemized kind of thing. And they also like bake stuff themselves there. So the other grocery store was a lot of frozen stuff. So when I came here, one of the first things is they taught me how to do bake bread, which I have never, yeah, I've never done before, let alone like 40 pounds of sourdough. It's like crazy. And it was so funny. They literally showed me twice. And then the third weekend that I was working um the manager wasn't there that day and someone was just like oh yeah you have to make the bread today and I was like excuse me like okay um I think it came out okay um but it actually has like there's so much math behind it and so like the shaping of the bread is not the easiest thing but it is really fun and like I am at the Whole Foods I work at it the bakery kitchen is like in the lower level so it's not like on the floor where all the customers are so I'm just down there and I like throw in my headphones listen to some podcasts and just like bake the bread bake all the like cookies danishes stuff which those things are mostly frozen um we bake a couple different cookies which is also super fun like just pounds and pounds of like sugar and chocolate it's really neat and honestly it's like I love it because it's like productive, but also relaxing at the same time. Yeah. Goes super fast. And, and you're learning yeah. skills that like you'll be able to use for your whole life. Like exactly. now you're like, yeah, let me make some bread for you. Like that's exactly. amazing. Yeah. And it does like really align with what I do. I feel like, like I kind of just got a, this job to have like a little extra job, but um, it's really cool to like, cause I do make, a lot of recipes at home, especially like desserts. I love that. And I love like posting it on my Instagram too, to just like share for people to have. So it really does align that I'm like baking on the weekends. Yeah. I love that. What are some of your other passions outside of dance and outside of baking and outside of your health coaching? Yeah, I would say, I mean, that all definitely takes up a lot of my time. Um, I really just, I enjoy spending time with friends and family, literally doing anything. Um, I love going for walks and also reading. I'm a big reader, um, whether it's like, I really like like any self-help kind of book that aligns with me and also um, like horror or like suspense books. Ooh. People are always like shocked when I say that, but that's just like what keeps me like interested in, in it. Yeah. So really enjoy reading and um I'm trying to think of like what other things um I've been big into like yoga lately just like doing YouTube um at night feels really great um I don't know if that's necessarily a hobby but (laughs) yeah 
Um, I think those are like the biggest ones in my life right now. Yeah, I love that. Oh my gosh. I, I, okay, before we do our next game, I want to know what are like two books that you would recommend. Maybe like a self-help book and then one of the like horror suspense books so that we can all take okay. it out. Because I love reading too. I'm reading the Percy Jackson series right now for the first time. So that's like a kids fantasy series, but I need some more genres. (laughs) Okay, cool. So I have right here, this book that I'm reading, um, it's like a self-help book, but I don't know if I would like say it's like self-help book, but um, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Joe Dispenza. I've been loving this and I'm actually I'm reading it like with a friend right now we have like a little FaceTime date every week and it's like oh, I our love that mini little book club because it's definitely like a book you have to ingest the information that you're learning um but yeah I I'm not sure how to really describe it but it's just about like your thoughts and how your thoughts create your reality and how mm. to really like just step into like that best version of yourself that you want to be um so honestly yeah I'm on on like chapter four and it's like changing my life so I definitely recommend that um horror like suspense books I'm trying to think there's so many that I've read um (laughs) the one that I have right here I'm reading it for the second time um all the missing girls by Megan Miranda she has a lot of good books um so I definitely recommend any of her books are great. And honestly, I'm really terrible at remembering like authors and stuff. But um, I also really liked Woman in the Window and they just made that into a movie. So Ooh. if you are more of like a movie person, you can check that out. Yeah. So cool. I love that. I need to check out those books. Okay. Yeah. It's time for our next game. You get my little... Yay, it's time for questions. So I'm going to randomly pick one of each color. These questions, some of them come from a website called Questions to Ask Your Dad, which was pretty random that they had a great (laughs) selection of questions, so I always plug them. Um, And there's some that have come from some listeners which is cool so if you ever have a question that you think should be part of this and you're a listener or a watcher of the show definitely reach out um and let's see what we get so the the game portion of this is you get to pick what color you want to answer first okay fun let's go with the blue Ooh, what is the most embarrassing thing your parents have caught you doing oh wow Okay, well, (laughs) I am, I guess, like, this is, like, pretty embarrassing to me, but probably others wouldn't think this is embarrassing, but one time, this is just the story that, like, my parents will never let me live down, so I just need to share it. Yes. Um, (laughs) I'm not a violent person, but one time when I was younger, I wasn't even that young, like, I was probably, like, 12 or so. Um, I have an older sister, and she's about, like, five years older than me. Um, And so I don't even remember what she, like, said to me or something, but she made me so mad. And I, like, literally chucked the TV remote at her, and I missed and made a hole in the wall. And in our dining room, like, wall, just a huge hole. Um, (laughs) And I only say it's embarrassing because now, like, my parents, like, and my sister, they always bring it up. And they'll, like, tell (laughs) everyone this story. Like, oh, my gosh, remember when you made, like, a hole in the wall trying to, like, kill your sister? And I'm just, like, I get so embarrassed because that's so not me. Like, I would never. Like, I don't know what was in me. So, yeah, I guess it's a fun story. But, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Next question. Let's do orange. What nickname have you been called that you hate? Oh my gosh, these are like kind of wow, scandalous, I guess, for the questions that we have. Yeah. Um, or I guess, do you have, It could. we could put a positive spin on it. Do you have okay. any nicknames? It could I be do. that you like or dislike. <laughs> I do. I do have a lot of nicknames. I mean, 
obviously Allie is what people call me. People call me Al and I like that. I feel like Al is like, we're on like a close like friendship. Mm -hmm. Um, My family calls me Big Al sometimes, which I'm like, do I like that? I don't know. It's kind (laughs) of funny. Um, I think like a few years ago, I didn't really like it, but now I'm just like, okay, I kind of like it now. Like I kind of love it now. Um, And then my, I don't know where this came from, but my family is also really not my family. Just my mom has always, always called me Al Bal. I don't know where that has come, like came from, but so that's a nickname. And then in college, people would call me Al Pal, um, which was cute. You have a lot of nicknames. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. (laughs) So cool. I always wanted nicknames, but my name doesn't really have like you can't really cut it up yeah. much. People say like hails. Hail. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. But like it's still the same amount of letters, so Right. That's right. <laughs> okay, next color. Okay, purple. Ooh, do you believe that everyone has a purpose in life and if so, what is yours? Wow, okay. That's a change. That's deep. I yeah. yeah, I 100% believe that everyone has a purpose. That was actually a big thing that they talked about in IAN, like the program that I went to, um just because like obviously they're like coaching like people to be health coaches and that's kind of like they see that as like your purpose and your story. Um I and I don't know if like we ever really can define our purpose in like a sentence or and I think it always changes too in like the different seasons of our lives which is cool um so it's really hard for me to answer like what I think my purpose is because definitely I think that I am here and like I lived what I lived through to help others like on my health coaching side um And the dancing side, like, it's easy to say that, like, I hope when I perform that I, like, bring other people joy and stuff. But also I feel like I'm at the point right now in my dancing where it is, like, a lot for me um, that I'm doing Mm -hmm. it, like, for my own enjoyment and my own joy. Like, of course, I love, like, making other people happy when I'm, like, performing and everything. But um, it's really, like, just something I'm doing for me right now. So... And I don't think, like, I think that's an amazing thing, too. Um, Like, your purpose being just, like, being your happiest self as well. So I think it's, like, a mix of those two things. I love that. Okay, last question of these. It's easy. Don't worry. What's the the favorite thing you've bought this year? What's your favorite thing that you've bought this year? Not the favorite thing. Questions asked. Your dad has a bad grammar, so... Okay. Okay, this is kind of it's it's an easy question but it's kind of hard. Ooh, um, okay. Just because I feel like like what have I bought this year? I think like a big answer like definitely not that I like bought my apartment but just like my move to New York City was yeah. obviously like an investment and a cool yeah. thing that I bought but I also just like got new slippers from Amazon that I'm really excited about so I don't know that's like a close those are that's like a big thing and a small thing yeah I think those both count amazing well the last question that I ask everyone is what brings out your most creative self ah I love this question um I think that what brings out my most creative self is just doing what I love and what makes me feel good and that really changes day to day but um whether that's with dance just like finding the joy in that um and following that joy and all the other areas of my life too I think that following that joy makes me be like my best version of myself which is my most creative self so Mm. I love that. I love that it's like this ever flowing thing and like, oh, I love that. No one has said something like that. So far the first the two episodes that we've had so far this season are totally new answers, which is so exciting. Oh, I, I love, love that. that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, where can people find you? How can they get in touch if they want to hire you, if they want to see your beautiful dancing? 
plug away all the things you have to plug. Yeah, totally. So my business is on Instagram at your underscore spoonful. Um, everything of everything is on there, all the links that you would need, but also just like DM me. Um, I'm always chatting with people and I just love it so much. So please reach out to me on there. And then if you want to see like more dancing, my personal Instagram is Allie underscore Bollinger. Um, and yeah, same there. I mean, I loved talking to anyone and meeting new people. So don't yeah. hesitate to reach out. Yeah, definitely. Everyone definitely go check out both of our Instagram pages. They're both beautiful. Um, and if you would like to follow this show, the Instagram situation is still a little bit up in the air because I changed the name to Dear Dance, but the Instagram, unfortunately, until I think the end of next week is still dancers doing stuff because I didn't understand how Instagram works. Um, so for now, if you're listening, um, in October 2021, go find the Instagram at dancers doing stuff. But if you're listening past October 2021, hopefully it'll be Dear Dance Pod. Um, and then if you would like to follow my personal Instagram, it is Haley Grove. Um, and you can see all my dancing stuff over there. Um, and then if you would like to support this show, we have a Patreon. I'm going to be switching a few things up over there, but the same big goal is once we get to 100 patrons, we will be starting the Dancer's Dream Grant program um, where I'll be giving $1 per patron to a dancer who has a creative project every month. So whether that's getting studio space or paying your dancers or using it to buy some great groceries or to get some health coaching or, you know, just anything that can help uplift the dance community in whatever way is needed. Um, I just am hoping to create a community of people who want to support each other and this show. So definitely check out the Patreon. There's a lot of behind the scenes stuff. I'm going to post the bat template over there if you want to make some bats and uh, let us see how they look. Um, and yeah, I think those are all my plugs. Definitely reach out if you would like to be a sh on the show. Connect with both of us on um, Artswork, best platform out there for dancers and performers. Um, and I think those are all my plugs. So thank you so much. I loved hearing your story. I'm so glad that we're connected. And thank you so much for being here. Yes, thank you so much for having me. This is seriously so much fun. <laughs> Yay! Oh my gosh. Okay, hopefully we'll see each other in person soon. <laughs> yes, yes. Speak it out into existence. Yes, exactly. <laughs> awesome. Bye, everyone. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to Dear Dance. If you enjoyed the show, it would mean so much to me if you could share it with a friend. Screenshot the episode and tag me on Instagram at Dear Dance Pod. It's so fun connecting with listeners, so definitely check us out over on Instagram. And if you want a triple platinum superstar award, leave a rating and review on Apple or wherever you listen to your podcasts. This really helps give the show street cred on podcast platforms. Again, thank you so much for being here. I'll see you next week for a new episode of Dear Dance. <laughs>